God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, a podcast dedicated to the healing words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the full story of redemption. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. There is a profound psychological challenge that many people face today, and that is having an identity crisis. There are many ways it can manifest. For most of us, it's a simple challenge of seeing the good within us and not focusing on the bad. The bad can be experiences of trauma and failure and disappointment. But identity crisis can become so severe because of terrible traumas that one's mind can splinter into what is called disassociative identity disorder. An aspect of this disorder is that multiple personalities evolve that control the actions of the individual. One of the most basic causes of this disorder is the mind's mechanism to keep the memories of trauma sequestered from one's daily life. It is a protection mechanism. But who is in control many times depends on current circumstances. As Christians, we can exhibit a bit of this disorder which used to be called split personality. As a Christian, I have an old man and I have a new man. What I would like to ponder in this episode is the issue of who we really are. What is your core identity? So many of us are lost in a maze of mirrors where we see different sides to ourselves, but yet do not recognize the truth of who we really are. The reflection in the glass can be a facade to what truly lies within. The question is, what does lie within us that makes our core identity? Come with me and find out who you really are. Give a listen. Where'd that come from? Sometimes we ask ourselves this question when something comes out of our mouth that is either deeply profound or deeply stupid. It seems a bit out of our character, and yet it comes out of us. From somewhere deep inside us, a set of beliefs determined that action. Unfortunately, we are usually a mixture of beliefs. We are the sum total of everything we have seen, heard, or experienced. Harsh circumstances may develop fears and worries, while healthy circumstances will develop trust and hope. Where have we spent the majority of our time, and what were we learning? I've been told that the only fears a child is born with are that of falling and loud noises. Everything else is learned. So what is the balance of the things that you have learned and what is in control? In the fourth chapter of Ephesians, Paul describes the lifestyle of certain Gentiles. Quickly paraphrased, they were far from living the life of a saint. His conclusion was, But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. The reality is, even though we may have heard him and have been taught in him, there are other things we have heard and have been taught that pull us away from the truth that is in Jesus. Coming into an understanding that we are in Christ, placed there by the Father, is life-changing. When we come to the realization that it is not I, 
but Christ. It was a joyous day the day I died. Christ within me does now abide. My old man was truly crucified. No longer in his ways will I stride. It's hard to understand that I am dead. Christ is the life inside me now instead. Old things passed away, no longer misled. As a new creation, I look ahead. Yet not I, but Christ, is the truth of the day. My heart and mind on this must always stay. Christ is the new life in this my mortal clay. Me, myself, and I have died and gone away. It is a difficult challenge for us to desire our ego to die. I covered this in episode 7 of this year, Die to Self, Live unto Jesus. Jesus confronts those who would follow him with this requirement in Matthew 16:24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. The denial of self is something that we grow into over time as a Christian. When we start our spiritual walk, we are feeding on milk as a child. As a child, our thinking is dominated by ourselves. It is not until we usually reach adolescence and even adulthood that we begin to see beyond ourselves into our families and communities. If life is not about me, myself, and I, what is it about? The short answer is the kingdom of God. We must grow into the point where we no longer put ourselves first, where we not only deny ourselves, but are willing to die to ourselves. It's hard to understand that I am dead. Christ is the life inside me now instead. Old things passed away, no longer misled. As a new creation, I look ahead. I have a series of posters of Bible verses on my wall in my prayer room. I sit across from that wall so I can read and meditate upon them. The other day I was looking at 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. As I pondered this truth, I looked slightly to my left to see my favorite verse in the church epistles, Galatians 2.20. I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Yet not I, but Christ is the truth of the day. My heart and mind on this must always stay. Christ is the new life in this my mortal clay. Me, myself, and I have died and gone away. And it suddenly... It hit me. I, I, was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Now hold on a second. I was crucified, but I'm alive, yet not me, but Christ lives in me. The truth of the matter is that when I was crucified, I died. Therefore, I no longer exist. And the reason why this mortal clay has the ability to walk around is because Christ lives in me. Consider the truth in Romans 8.10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. 
Remember that 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that you are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. It truly will be a joyous day when you realize your old man is dead. From now on, when you look in a mirror, realize it is Christ looking back at you. And he looks really good. With this truth within our heart, truly our yesterdays have ended. I died on the cross with Jesus. I was buried with Jesus. Yet the new I was quickened and raised and made to sit in Christ at the right hand of the Father. Unfortunately, we remember our past more than we remember 2 Corinthians 5.17. Sometimes we remember our failures. Sometimes we look in the mirror and we're having a bad hair day. But underneath that mop resides Christ. Which identity will you choose to abide in? The choice is yours. Allow the old man to live or read the Bible and see his death certificate and realize how much you look like Jesus. We're supposed to look like him. Imagine waking up one morning and having difficulty getting out of bed. You know you're supposed to be somewhere soon and you need to get up and get ready, but you fight in your mind the desire to sleep in. Something seems to have you chained to the bed. You roll over and see yourself chained to a dead body that looks just like you, except it's dead. You scream, and the eyes of the corpse opens up, and it screams. And the corpse says to you, be quiet, I'm trying to sleep. To which you reply, I can't sleep anymore, I need to get ready to go out. The corpse replies to you, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sleeping in today until noon. This is the essence of our identity crisis. Perhaps this is a rather dramatic portrayal of the battle that goes on in our minds concerning who we are and how we make decisions and how the old man might show up some days. But unfortunately, that old man can be resurrected if we allow him. That corpse is connected to us through our past. If we dwell on the elements of our past, it can rise up and stop us from moving forward in the truth. We need to recognize the truth that he was crucified, he died, and was buried. Therefore, the ways of our old man are passed away, and behold, all things are become new, because it is Christ that lives within us, and we are to bear his image. Romans 8.29 reveals the Father's intention. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And the means to being conformed to the image is, he lives within us. That's why we can do all things through him. This mortal clay is his home. We have the peace of Christ dwelling within us. We need not strive for it, but simply call it up from his Spirit into our hearts. Jesus said that those that believe in him would do the things that he did and more. Jesus said that those who had seen him had seen the Father. We can say those who have seen us have seen Christ Jesus. It's true. It says so in 2 Corinthians 5.20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. This first phrase literally means we are ambassadors on the behalf of Christ. 
We can stand in the place of Christ because he lives within us. We have his power and we have his authority through his name to enact kingdom transactions here on earth. We are sent as ambassadors into the world to make known the will of the one who made us ambassadors. I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Here's another bold way to see your ambassadorship. You are Christ to the world. As I said before, those who have seen you have seen Christ. You have Christ in you. It says so in Colossians 1.27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. We need to let the Christ within show up in our daily lives. We need to make Christ Lord of our lives so that me, myself, and I stay dead and Christ truly reigns within. This again is the essence of our identity crisis. Who has lordship and who is seen manifested in our actions? It was a joyous day the day I died. Christ within me does now abide. My old man was truly crucified. No longer in his ways will I stride. Christ is the new life in this my mortal clay. Me, myself, and I have died and gone away. Our pride hates the idea that me, myself, and I should die. But that's the truth of the matter. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. As long as the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life are allowed to exist, the love of the Father will not be manifest in our lives. Galatians 5.24 says, And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Do you belong to Christ? He bought you with a price, the price of his blood. Do you belong to Christ? Laying down our victories as well as our defeats must be accomplished so that the old man stays dead and Christ lives and thrives within us. We must make the old man abdicate the throne of our heart and place Christ there. Christ must reign within. This is a moment-by-moment battle that you can be victorious in because Christ is in you and through him you can do all things. Partner with Jesus and walk in his freedom. Walk in his power. Walk in his authority. Walk in his peace. Walk in his victory. I pray in the name of Jesus that these truths sink into your heart and bear fruit. I pray that you have a new image of yourself this day. And again, it's not just an image. It is the reality of who you are. I look forward to hearing your comments on my Facebook page, Yesterday Ended. And as always, if you have any prayer requests, please contact me at dmdobbin at svcglobal.net. God bless you and have a great day.